The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball. And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines. A two-run home run. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome once again inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. As today, it's cold, it's wet, it's been snowing, but the hope is that with this afternoon start, we can get uh, nine innings in between BYU and St. Mary's as they open their three-game WCC series this weekend. Third time in as many home games that the uh, first pitch time has been moved up by two or three hours. And the preceding changes did pay off. We'll cross fingers for similar luck today, tomorrow, and Saturday as all three games have been moved up to earlier starts. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel, and our first pitch is straight ahead. So time for my pregame chat with BYU head coach Trent Pratt in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And today, right-hander Jack Sterner will not be on the hill for BYU in his traditional weekend opening start. Coach Pratt talks about the first change in his Thursday pitching assignment. You know, Jack's trying to battle through a little foot injury all year, and it's come to the point where, man, it's kind of hampering him. You can tell by his performance, like, he's better than his numbers show. So, like, we knew something, you know, wasn't quite right, and Jack's a tough kid, and we're trying to power through some things, but the foot needs a rest for a little bit. So we're on Mason Olsen out there tonight, and, man, he just he keeps giving us good start after good start and, you know, good appearance after good appearance. So hopefully he can do that again for us today. And hopefully not a long-term thing with Jack. His rest should hopefully cool this down. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, that's the hope. You know, for him and us, you know, being his last year, it's, man, we want him back, and he wants to be back in a bad way. So, yeah, we'll just rest it and, you know, it's kind of like see how it goes. And hopefully it heals good and fast and he can get back out there for us. And Mason is throwing well. You keep Roby then in his regular Friday spot. Yeah, it was hard to come. If we'd have known earlier, um, we could have maybe bumped Bryce up, but he threw kind of longer bullpen the other day. So we'll keep him where he's at and, and just keep rolling. Other than the change on the hill, same starting lineup in the batting order from uh, Tuesday when you got a nice win. Yeah, Cole's ankle still bothered him. He can't run real good. So, man, those guys did a great job on Tuesday. Hope we can just carry that in, some momentum, and carry that in today. Will Cole be available for the weekend at all, or is it a day-by-day thing? Uh, probably day-by-day. He can probably pinch hit, but when he can play in the lineup all the time, it just kind of depends on how quick that hills and when he feels like he can like really push off and run and, and get back to his normal self. What do you see from St. Mary's? Um, they're a well-coached team. Uh, they play good defense. They always pitch it real good. Coach Moore does a great job. we got to go out there and you know, do those simple things, You know, throw strikes, play catch, and put some, put some good at-bats together and get a big hit every once in a while. And but I think we've got a good chance to win a series. The calendar said spring arrived this week. I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's lying. 100% it's lying because, what is it, it's supposed to be like average temperature is 57 and we're 20 degrees below normal, so yeah. some warm weather would be nice soon. We are hoping for the best. We moved a couple games up, all the games up, actually, to try and uh, just squeeze them in. Yeah, we do what we can to play. And they've been great about being able to move games and being adjustable. And so, yeah, we, we want to play games. Um, wish it was warmer, but it's not. So we can't control the weather. So we're going to show up and go play. Trent, thank you, as always. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Trent Pratt. Time now for today's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires location. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll get you BYU's batting order momentarily. We've got the first St. Mary's hitter about to dig in. That is Dalton Mayshore, the right fielder. Hitting first, jersey number three. Hitting second, number two. It's playing second base, Gavin Napier. Hitting third, the first baseman, number 23, Christian Almanza. Hitting cleanup, left fielder, number 27, Coleman Schmidt. Hitting fifth, the third baseman, number nine, Bill Ralston. Hitting sixth, the DH, number five, Nick Mistoni. Hitting seventh, the catcher, Blake McDonald, jersey number eight. Hitting eighth, the shortstop, number 45, Jared Medham. And hitting ninth, the center fielder, number 10, Seth Nager. That's your St. Mary's batting order. We'll get you BYU in a moment. As we'll tell you, the BYU starting pitcher is number 16, Mason Olsen. The left-hander, Mason Olsen, getting his third start of the season coming into today with a 1-1 record and a 3.24 ERA. Mason's gone 25 innings 
And again, making start number three. BYU in the whites, jerseys and pants with Brigham Young on the chest. The Brigham Young cursive with Young in the tail of the G. A nice stylized script. Navy caps for BYU. St. Mary's gray jerseys and pants. Navy and red caps. And St. Mary's across the chest. And the first pitch of the game has been delivered for strike one. As called by home plate umpire Heath Jones. That's lifted in the air to center field. Tate Campbell back and about five yards shy of the track makes the catch for out number one. So Tate Gamble, brother of Cole, and Cole still on the mend with an ankle injured making a catch at LMU on the weekend. He did not play on Tuesday and is not in the starting lineup today. Coach Pratt telling us in pregame that he uh, might be available to pinch hit but uh, not, not able to run and push off and do all the things a center fielder should right now. As precipitation begins to fall after the first out, Gavin Napier, back-to-back right-handed bats for head coach Greg Moore. Takes ball one and ball two low. So Dalton Mayshore, leadoff hitter, flying out to center. And Gavin Napier with hits in five of his last six games. Now facing Mason Olson. A lefty-righty matchup from Hill to batter's box, but three straight balls from Mason. He's got to get back in the count here. Three balls, no strikes, one out, and no one on. Just underway here at Miller Park. And that is a high in the zone called strike at 88. Mason Olson's fastball will be in the 88 to 91 mile per hour range. Slider in the high 80s to around 80 and the change in the same vicinity. The 3-1 to Napier. Mason winds and deals. Slider in for strike two. So from 3-0 to 3-2. Called strike. The count is full to the Gales' second baseman. It's a pretty good snowfall, about 90 minutes to an hour before first pitch that ceased as that's chopped foul to the BYU dugout. And now it's picking up again. Kind of a uh, sleety, rainy mix. Not terribly heavy right now. But it is coming down, the 3-2. And that... There's a breaking ball left outside. So a one-out walk of Napier. And Christian Almanza, the Utah transfer, will now bat. And Almanza is the offensive leader for St. Mary's in practically every meaningful category. At least power category is the home run, slugging, RBI, total bases leader. Breaking ball settles in. Called for strike one. Also leads the team in runs, bases on balls, and hit by pitch. There's a way to get on. He usually finds one. Throw over to first. And stepping back neatly is Napier. So Napier on first with a one-out walk. The Gales have their first base runner of the game. Game one of three scheduled, and scheduled is the operative word. The weather forecast is not kind for the weekend. And out in front of a changeup of 78 miles per hour is Almanza for strike two. So no balls and two strikes to Almanza. He's the everyday first baseman for St. Mary's. This is St. Mary's 18th game. It's his 18th start at first base. He bats against Mason Olson. Lefty v. lefty here. Almanza the left-handed batter, the 0-2. And that is another wave and miss. And down on strikes is Christian Almanza. Good to get him gone. And two out for BYU in the top of the first. And that was a primarily off-speed at-bat. As Mason Olsen gets Almanza waving at the last two changes. And now with two gone, Coleman Schmidt will bat the left fielder. Coleman tied with Almanza for the doubles lead on this team. Getting his 14th start in left field today. Empty count, two out and one on. The southpaw Olsen kicks and deals low. Parker Goff out of his crouch to make a block, and it's ball one. So Parker Goff getting a second consecutive start at catcher and his first one on Tuesday. His first career start was a memorable one in his first career at bat. He took his first career pitch for a two-run home run. BYU won the game 15-7 as that's fouled to the backstop, evening the count at 1-1. One one. BYU was down 7-5 after the top of the third and then scored 10 unanswered to beat UVU 
fifteen to seven, improved BYU's record to six and uh, to seven and twelve on the year. St. Mary's is six and eleven, so both teams five games under five hundred. The one one from Olson, he'll step off throw to Wilk at first base, and tapping back is Napier. So Dalton Mayshore led off with a fly out to center. Gavin Napier, a one out walk. Christian Almanza struck out swinging, and now Coleman Schmidt, the cleanup hitter, with three home runs on the year. Batting 293, facing the lefty Mason Olsen. Olsen from the stretch. Winds and deals outside. Two balls and a strike. Mason Olsen's long outing this year, five and a third. His high pitch count came in his last game on the weekend at LMU and 84 in a start. A 2-1. That's just below the outside away corner of the strike zone for ball three. So a 3-1 count with two gone and one on here in the top of the first. Mason Olsen facing Coleman Schmidt. Another right-handed bat for head coach Greg Moore. Righty, righty, lefty, righty. First four batters. That's a breaking ball that stayed outside and a walk of Coleman Schmidt. So first and second with two gone and two walks issued here in the top of the first. Napier will advance to second. And Coleman Schmidt takes his base on balls. And for Schmidt, that's his eighth free pass issued on the year. Wilk will play behind Schmidt with two gone. Napier at second, Schmidt at first, Bill Ralston. The batting average and hits leader for St. Mary's. Takes ball one. Ralston second in slugging and on base. And topping the hits tally. The left-handed hitting. Bill Ralston facing the southpaw Mason Olson. The 1-0 from Mason to Ralston. Wind and deliver outside. The light blue glove of Parker Goff stabbing that outside pitch. And Abe Alvarez doesn't like the way this has started for Mason Olson. Pitching coach Alvarez will take a jog on out to the hill. Be joined by Parker Goff, and a brief conversation will ensue with a 2-0 count here in the top of the first. Two balls, no strikes, two out, and two on. And the two on, both courtesy of free passes. Napier a walk, and Schmidt a walk. Proceeding Napier's walk, a flyout by Mayshore, and proceeding Schmidt's walk, a strikeout of Almanza. But it is first and second for Bill Ralston. Ralston... Hitting 444 with runners in scoring position. So Ralston has made a habit of coming through in these high leverage situations. How many opportunities? 18, pretty good number. Eight for 18 runners in scoring position. Takes the barrel off the shoulder, checks it, and the appeal at third says nope. So two balls, no strikes. BYU Baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud to be a sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Stepping off is Mason Olson. Doesn't make the throw, so that's the only step off he can have without throwing here in this at-bat. Olson kicks and fires. That's lifted in the air, fouled out of play down the first baseline. 3-1 count to Bill Ralston. Second lefty bat of the first five to face Olsen. Napier on second, Schmidt on first, and a 3-1 count to Bill Ralston, the third baseman. And that's piped in for a call strike. Fastball at 87 from the southpaw. And the count is full with two out and two on. Runners will be on the move. A cool, wet day here at Miller Park. The 3-2. And just missing, low and away. So three walks in the inning, and the bases are now loaded. As Napier will take third. Schmidt advancing to second. And Ralston at first on three bases on balls. St. Mary's now batting with the bases loaded. And this year, St. Mary's 2 for 15, 133 with the sack stacked. Empty count. Two out. Chopper foul down the third baseline. So Mason gets ahead in the count, courtesy of the foul ball. No balls and a strike to Nick Mistoni. Mistoni, the DH, is the six hitter. 
Just five hits on the year. And is in a one for 13 rut. No balls in a strike, two out, and the base is loaded here in the top of the first. Scoreless game so far. We'll see if BYU can keep it that way. Mason kicks and deals. And that's going to be low for ball one. Mastoni is 0 for 3 with the bases loaded this year. He's a 182 hitter with two out, and both those situations are current. And that is striped to left field. It'll be a two-hopper to Cooper Vast. He'll charge and fire his one-run scores. The throw cut off, and it's 2-0 St. Mary's on a two-run single to left for Nick Mastoni. His first bases-loaded hit of the season makes it 2-0 Gales on the top of the first. So two RBI single to left. Scoring from third is Napier. And scoring from second was Schmidt. Advancing to second and holding was Ralston. So first and second two out. Blake McDonald, the right-handed hitter, steps in and takes strike one. Off-speed at 77 from Olsen. So BYU's allowed two here in the top of the first. And trails 2-0. The 0-1. Breaking ball settles in for strike two. 0-2. And And BYU's now allowed 25 first-inning runs. That's the most runs allowed in any inning for BYU this year. It happens early. BYU's been outscored 25-20 in the first. So the first inning tends to be eventful both ways. The 0-2. And that's lifted in the air to deep right center. And on the dead run. Tate Gamble makes the catch, backhanding it for out number three, but two runs score. So for LMU, two runs on one hit. There were no errors, and there was a runner left on. We go bottom one, LM, uh, St. Mary's two, and BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, St. Mary's two, and BYU no score. BYU issued three, three walks in the top of the first. You issue three walks in an inning, and the odds are not in your favor, and they... Went against BYU in inning number one, 2-0 Gales, heading to the bottom of the second. Scoring in the first inning doesn't really mean a lot for St. Mary's. They're 2-4 and four when they score in the first, and when they score first overall, they're only 5-5. Five and five. So a lot of baseball left to play. Interestingly for St. Mary's, they've not won a game this year when trailing after three, just three innings. So you usually find out pretty early how things are going to go for the Gales. So far, they've gone pretty well, 2-0 after a half inning. St. Mary's starting pitcher today is Ryan Torek. We'll get you the BYU batting order. Leading off, playing second base, number five, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting second, center fielder, number four, Tate Gamble. Hitting third, third baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. Hitting fourth, the right fielder, Ryan Sapiti, number 27. Hitting fifth, the DH, Safaya Mawai. And number 10, we'll get you the rest of the batting order as Torek gets ready to deliver to Ozzie Pratt. Righty on the hill, lefty in the box. And a take and strike one. Hitting sixth for BYU first baseman Jacob Wilk, number 35. Hitting seventh, jersey number seven, Cooper Vest, the left fielder. Hitting eighth, number 43, Chad Call, the shortstop. Hitting ninth, the catcher, number 40, Parker Goff. As Torek delivers, low for ball one, count even at one and one. That's your BYU batting order and starting lineup brought to you by Big O Tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. One ball, one strike to Ozzie Pratt. Breaking ball hitting to left field. Left fielder Schmidt back and makes a casual catch. Coleman Schmidt in left field. Defensive alignment for St. Mary's. Coleman Schmidt in left. Seth Nager in center. Dalton Mayshore in right. First base Christian Almanza. Second base Gavin Napier. The shortstop is Jared Medham. And playing third is Bill Ralston. The pitcher Ryan Torek and the catcher Blake McDonald. Back-to-back lefty bats for BYU. Ozzie Pratt and Tate Gamble. Tate squares and pulls back on ball one low. So one ball, no strike from Torek to Tate. And that's called strike. Middle of the zone, one and one, one out, no one on. BYU down two zip, bottom one here at Larry H. Miller Field. The 1-1 delivery. Swung on and missed. A bit of a foul tip there. You heard it. Goes to one ball and two strikes. 39 degrees is our current temperature. Well, the feels like a 34 when you factor in the 7-mile-per-hour wind from the southeast. 
And that's foul to the screen by Tate Gamble. Count stays one and two. A lot of the BYU players in uh, long sleeves and neck warmers. And there you see old Ryan Torek with short sleeves on the hill there for St. Mary's. Kudos. The one-two. And reaching out is Tate and did go through. And so it's a strikeout as called by home plate umpire Heath Jones. Tate took the barrel off the shoulder, tried to hold back, but came through with the barrel. And so it's a swinging strikeout for out number two here in the bottom of the first. So Tate Gamble out swinging after Ozzie Pratt flew out to left. Austin Deming will now hit. Third in the order and third in the inning. We're bottom one, and St. Mary's a 2-0 lead. The hourly forecast, and there's some light precipitation coming down now, calls for a little higher percentage at 4 o'clock as Deming goes opposite field, short right, and the right fielder in to make the catch, Mayshore. One, two, three. The Cougs are down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. We go top two, St. Mary's two, BYU no score on the BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Shortstop Jared Medham takes ball one from Mason Olsen here in the top of the second. Swings it the second pitch and fouls it on the ground down the third baseline. The count even at one and one. BYU Baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Another grounder foul down the third baseline. One ball, two strikes. We'll see if Mason Olsen can settle in. He walked three, and two of them scored in the top of the first. Two-nothing Gales here, top two. BYU went in order in the bottom of the first inning. Lefty Mason Olsen winds and deals. A swing and a miss. But a foul tip. As the ball rolls away, stays in the count at one and two, got a piece of it. He was out in front of that 80-mile-per-hour change, but just caught enough of the ball to keep it one and two. And that is a called strikeout. Caught looking, and a backward K as making the trudge back to the dugout is Jared Medham. So Mason Olsen has his second K of the day, the first swinging in the first inning, and the second here looking in the second. Seth Nager. Lefty bat. Out of the nine hole, the center fielder, Nager, hitting with one out and taking a called strike fastball at 88 from Mason. Mason Olsen getting his third start into his 27th inning of work. BYU's leader in innings pitch coming into today was Jack Sterner, and he's going to be passed up by Mason Olsen more than likely as that's another strike, an 0-2 the count. Breaker at 78 and no balls, two strikes to Nager. The 0-2. That's hit sharply to right, but right at Ryan Sapiti. The right fielder makes the catch. We go back to the top of the order with two gone. Dalton Mayshore, who flew out to center in the first. Bats now in the top of the second with his team up two zip. Yeah, Jack was at 27 and a third innings pitch, but he's on the shelf for a bit dealing with a foot injury, so he'll get passed up by a host of players, including Mason Olsen, who's now pitched 26 and two-thirds innings. Delivers low to Mayshore. Mayshore with hits in four of his last six. Hitless on an 0 for 1 day so far. The 1 0. And that is just beyond the outstretched glove of Chad Call. Diving in the 5 6 hole. It'll be a single to left. And Mayshore is aboard. And he has hits in five of his last seven games. So Mayshore is aboard with a two out single to left. Gavin Napier, who walked and scored. Gale's first run in the first inning will now bat. So back-to-back righty bats here at the top of the order. The lefty Olsen delivers inside, but just enough of the zone and the inside edge for strike one. No balls and a strike. Fastball at 87 from Olsen. St. Mary's two, BYU no score. Two-out situation here for Napier, hitting 214 with two outs. Mason Olsen allowing only a 148 average against with two outs this year, the 0-1. Wind and deal. Breaking ball grounded to Deming. Slides to make the snag, then comes up with it and fires to Wilk for a 5-3 ground out. And BYU's out of the second inning. St. Mary's. No runs on a hit, no errors, and one left on. We go bottom two, Gales two. BYU no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Frank Speedy leads off the bottom of the second for BYU. 
precipitation letting up. Still plenty chilly. The sky brightening just a little bit, but still a very cloudy and snowy day here along the Wasatch Front. BYU down 2-0. And BYU's on-base percentage leader, Ryan Sapiti. Bats with bases clear. And takes high, just high. A ball one from Ryan Torek. Four-pitch mix, fastball around 89 at its higher reaches. Curve in the low to mid-70s. A slider, high 70s to low 80s, and a change in the low 80s. One ball, no strikes. That's fouled back out of play. One ball, one strike to Sapiti. Eight multi-hit games for Ryan on the year. BYU went down in order. Pratt, Gamble, and Deming in the first. Sapiti, Mawai, and Wilk do up here in the second. Torek, the right-hander, winds and deals. That's hit sharply. What a grab off. One hop at third and the throw to first and a pick made by at first by Almanza. Ralston, a fine play at third base. That was striped and a short hop pickup. The throw then to first was low, but making a nice pick there was Almanza. So two nice defensive plays made as one is gone for BYU. And that was really laced by Ryan Sapiti. Hard shot to the hot corner. But Ralston equal to the task. And although his throw was low, he was bailed out by his first baseman, Almanza. So nice play at each corner there for one out here in the bottom of the second. So a 5-3 ground out. And that could have easily been an infield hit. You can see that coming off the glove of the third baseman easily and having Sapiti reach. Two strikes quickly to Safaya Mawai, the left-handed hitting DH. Bats with one out and no one on here in the bottom of the second. St. Mary's two, BYU no score on a frigid day here at Miller Park. And that is three straight pitches and a backward K. Barrel on the shoulder and caught looking is Mawai. He is down on strikes and two gone for BYU in the bottom of the second. And for Safaya Mawai, that is strikeout number 16 on the year tied for third, make it tied for fourth in that category. Jacob Wilk now bats with two gone and no one on. BYU down two zip. And Jacob takes strike one. So Ryan Torek has retired the first five batters he has faced. The 0-1. That's outside for ball one. Of Jacob Wilk's last six hits, three have been home runs. The 1-1. Sky's clearing just a little bit behind us here. And that is a check swing strike. One ball, two strikes to Wilk. One ball, two strikes, two out, and no one on for BYU. The wind and deliver, and that's low and away. Count even at two and two from Torek. Torek had only pitched four innings this year, getting his first start of the year. 0-0 zero and zero with a 0 0.00 ERA. The 2-2. Two -two. That's foul back out of play. Count stays 2-2. Two two. Torx high pitch count, just 40, and it came in his last outing. That was his long outing of the year, and just uh, two appearances, three innings his last time out. The 2-2. Two -two. And that is a swing and a miss, and the first six are down for BYU in order. Two strikeouts in the inning for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go top three, St. Mary's two. BYU no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Left-handed hitting Christian Almanza leads off the third inning for St. Mary's. Gales two, BYU no score. Gales two runs on two hits. BYU scoreless and hitless as Mason Olson gets called strike one on Almanza. He struck out swinging in the first. First inning in which the Gales scored two. Held back on ball one. St. Mary's 0-7 when trailing after three, 4-4 when they lead after three, and they have a lead into the third here today. Called strike by Heath Jones. One ball, two strikes to Almanza. The former University of Utah Ute doing it all for the Gales with the bat this year. 1-2. Wind and fire, and that is a second strikeout on as many at-bats for Christian Almanza. Caught looking, it's a backward K, and Mason Olsen has his third strikeout of the day. One swinging and two looking, and one gone 
here in the top of the third. Coleman Schmidt, he walked and scored in that two-run first. He was the second run to cross the plate on a two-RBI single from Nick Mistoni. Coleman Schmidt, the left fielder, hitting righty. That's in tight, but a called strike. Getting out of the way a little bit there was Coleman Schmidt, and he was fooled into strike one. 0-1, one one out, no one on. That's a breaking ball staying outside for ball one. One ball, one strike to Coleman Schmidt. Cleanup hitter in the order, second batter in the inning. 1-1, and out in front of that is Schmidt for strike two. A swing and a wave, one ball, two strikes to Schmidt. So difficult first inning for Mason Olsen. He walked three and two scored. Settling in, delivering outside, low and away, ball two. So seven came to the plate in the first. Four came to the plate in the second. And he gets the first out of the first batter in the third. One out for Schmidt. And Schmidt off the handle, fouls it down the first baseline. Two balls, two strikes. One gone, no one on. And the skies are breaking up over Miller Field. Precipitation has eased up and stopped, and we might have a uh, nice window of chilly play here today. And that is a second strikeout and as many at-bats here in the third. Another backward K. So if Mason Olsen's four strikeouts, three have been looking. That's his fourth of the day, and two in the inning are gone. Bill Ralston now bats with the bases clear. Almanza and Schmidt, both with backwards Ks here in the third. That's hammered to center field. Tate Gamble running toward the track. We'll see it bounce off the base of the wall, pick it off at the track, and it will be a stand-up double for Bill Ralston. Walked in the first and doubles with two gone here in the third. It's a two-out runner in scoring position for St. Mary's, for Nick Mistoni. Last time Nick Mistoni batted, he batted with the bases loaded and drove in two on a single to left. So Bill Ralston at second with a two-out double. And the Gales now have base hits in every inning. A single in the first, a single in the second, a double now in the third. Mason Olsen has struck out four, but given up three hits and walked three. So he's uh, all over the score sheet right now. Fastball at 88, missing for ball one. One ball, no strikes, two out, one on. Runner in scoring position for Mistoni. Swing and a miss for strike one. On an off-speed offering from Olsen. Change at 79 miles per hour. Mistoni 182 with runners in scoring position. But that number's been bumped up after his at-bat in the first inning, in which he drove home two with the bases loaded. That's slowing in for ball two. Two and one to the DH, Nick Mistoni. Mistoni had gone one for his previous 13 before that two RBI single in the first. 2-1. Two, two out, one on. And that's striped. It's going to get down in left field. Off a hop, Cooper Vest will handle, but it will easily score the runner from second. It's a long single for Nick Mistoni. And so Mistoni has RBIs in back-to-back plate appearances. Ralston scores from second. It's an RBI single for Mistoni. And St. Mary's has a 3-0 lead here in the top of the third. So Mistoni, who was 1 for 13 coming in, is 2 for 2 today with 3 RBI. And Mistoni on the season had 1 RBI before today. Breaking ball settles in for strike 1. No one up yet in the BYU bullpen. Mason Olsen with a runner on now and 2 gone. And a run in for a 3-0 St. Mary's lead. That's popped up down the first baseline. And it will be nowhere reachable for Jacob Wilk, who gave chase. But no balls and two strikes, two out, one on for St. Mary's here in the top of the third. So the player with one RBI on the year has three RBI in the first three innings of this game. The 172 hitter coming in, Nick Mistoni, has all three runs batted in for St. Mary's, who lead 3-0. 
Three runs on four hits. BYU hitless and without a run yet. Mason kicks and deals. Hot shot to the hot corner. Deming diving for it. Can't come up with it. It'll be a grounder into the left field corner. Going first to third will be Mistoni. And sliding into second with a two-out double is Blake McDonald. And so McDonald puts runners at second and third with the Gales up 3-0. Doing damage here with two outs. With two outs and both strikeouts, it was Ralston a double, Mistoni a single with an RBI, and now McDonald a double. Puts Mistoni to third. And it's now second and third with two gone. Three runs, five hits now for the Gales. And that's swinging through strike one, Jared Medham, the shortstop. He struck out looking in the second. He bats now in the third. Medham with hits in three of his last four games. On deck is the nine-hitter, Nager. We'll see if they get to him. Now there's action in the BYU bullpen as Mason Olsen is struggling to start this one. The 0-1, two out, two on, both runners in scoring position. Medham hitting 188 with runners in scoring position this year. Hitting 174 with two out. And hitting slightly better than that overall on the year at 203. Mason Olson, left-hander on the hill, right-handed bat in the box in Medham. Medham fouls it to the backstop. No balls, two strikes, so Mason is ahead. So a passel of pitchers make their way down to the Cougar bullpen to get warm and ready on this cold day. May not be a long day for Mason Olson. He's through two and two-thirds, has given up three runs on five hits, and has walked three. Does have four Ks. That's high in the air to right field. Sapiti drifting back toward the warning track. And we'll make the catch on the track about two yards shy of the wall. And that'll do it. So a long out to right for Medham. And the Cougars get out of the third inning. But for St. Mary's, a run scores on three hits. There were no errors and two were left on. We go bottom three, St. Mary's three, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. St. Mary's a 3-0 lead in changing pitchers. So clearly... Ryan Torek is being worked back in to the rotation. Went just the two innings. He's been pulled with the 3-0 lead. Sanders making just his fourth appearance of the year today. Beg your pardon. Uh, Torek made just his third appearance of the year today. Went two innings. Now they've gone to Ryan Sanders. Ryan Sanders, who has gone three and a third over three appearances, comes in having given up four hits, two runs, both earned, struck out three and walked one. He has a 5.40 ERA. He is a southpaw. So left-hander on the hill facing the left-handed batting. Cooper Vest here in the bottom of the third. St. Mary's three and BYU no score. Second pitcher for the Gales as the Cougars have pitchers up in their own bullpen. St. Mary's three, BYU zero. Cooper Vest. Batting for the first time. Cougars looking for their first base runner. Cougars going down 1-2-3 in the first and the second. So out of the seven hole, Cooper Vest takes strike one. Cooper swinging a good bat. RBIs in five of his last six games coming in two today. And speaking of a good bat, it's two hopper to right field on the ground. And a 3-4 hole single for Cooper Vest gives the Cougars their first hit and base runner of the day. Leadoff single for Vest, who extends his hit streak to seven games with that single. Seven game hit streak now for Cooper. Chad Call, the shortstop today, will bat second in the inning, eighth in the order. Chad Call, the left-handed hitting bat. Nice paint job by Sanders. The upper outside corner for strike one. So Vest on first and call in the box. The 0-1, and that's low and away. One ball, one strike. Chad Call making just his fourth start as a BYU Cougar. He has hits in all three of his starts for BYU. So a modest three-game hit streak going, but once he got his chances, he started taking advantage immediately. The 1-1 from Sanders to Call, and that's a breaking ball stays inside for ball two, two and one. BYU down 3-0. Had their first hit through the Cougs. No runs on one hit. St. Mary's three runs on five hits. Both teams playing error-free thus far. 2-1 to call. Lefty winds and deals and low for ball three. So 3-1. Three 88-mile-per-hour fastball missing low. Ryan Sanders, pitcher number two today for the Gales. 
And that's a five-pitch walk. And so BYU has something going, trailing 3-0. Vest will go to second and call to first on a base on balls. The first base on balls issued by St. Mary's pitchers today. Yeah, Torek had to be on some kind of pitch count because he was throwing well, but they pulled him after two scoreless innings, two hitless innings, and brought in Sanders, who has now struggled to load or to put aboard the first two batters he faces. So Vest on second, Call on first, and Parker Goff, who was two for three with two RBI on a two-run home run on Tuesday, squares and lays it down the third baseline. Well handled by the third baseman, Ralston fires to first. A sacrifice bunt for Parker Goff will advance the runners to second and third. So Cooper Vest to third. Chad called to second as Parker Goff gets the job done. A 5-3 ground out on the sacrifice. Top of the order now, Ozzy Pratt. Brian Sanders, three-pitch mix, fastball, slider, change. Fastball around 88 at its upper end. And that's off speed, called strike. That's a slider from Sanders. Slider gets in the mid to high 70s, is change up in the same neighborhood. The 0-1 to Ozzy. And he grounds that foul down the first baseline. Making a cursory reach there is first base coach uh, Noah Hill. But it was just wide of the former Cougar backstopper. The 0-2, though, to Ozzie Pratt. Left-handed bat, lefty on the hill. The southpaw pitcher is Ryan Sanders. We're bottom three, BYU down 3-0, but two runners in scoring position, one out. And a swing and a miss from Ozzie, and that's a strikeout and out number two. Big out for St. Mary's. Takes the sacrifice fly out of play. St. Mary's pitchers have their fourth strikeout of the day. Mason Olsen also with four Ks on the day. Tate Gamble will now bat with two runners in scoring position. Runners at second and third. Vest at third, call at second. And Tate Gamble, who struck out swinging in the first, bats now bottom three, BYU down 3 nothing. Tate Gamble has one home run on the year. First pitch missing, slider at 77 for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Two out, two on for BYU. Trailing three zip. And that's low. Two straight balls from Ryan Sanders. So what's the over-under on Ryans for a general pitching staff? Well, the Gales have four Ryans that throw. They started with Ryan Tarek, and they've come in with Ryan Sanders. And there are still two more available. The two... Oh, a swing and a miss for two and one. They've got Ryan Torek, Ryan Sanders, Ryan Wiltsey, and Ryan Spolero. So my guess is the, they're over the national quota for Ryan's on a pitching staff, but that's just a, just a guess on my part. 2-1 the count, two out, two on. And that's in the dirt away. Three balls and a strike. Tate Gamble getting his 11th start of the season today, playing center field in place of brother Cole. Cole's missed the last two games with a banged-up ankle. Heard it making a nice catch at the wall in LMU on the weekend. Missed Tuesday versus UVU and is not in today's starting lineup. But the brother Tate is and awaits the 3-1. Left-handed bat, left-handed pitcher, high and in tight, and that will be a five-pitch walk. And so Gamble will load the bases for BYU. Call at second, Vest at third, and now at first base, Tate Gamble. Just the guy you want coming up. BYU can go from down 3-0 to leading 4-3 with one swing. BYU's home run leader with seven on the year will dig in. The bases are loaded. BYU 263 on the year with the sacks stacked, 5 for 19 on the season. Empty count, two out, three on for Deming, and he'll take away high ball one. Ryan Torek was pitching well. They pulled him after two hitless innings. They bring in Ryan Sanders, who had nothing but trouble. Now facing his sixth batter. They missed the bottom of the third. Austin Deming flew out to right in the first. Bats now with the sack stacked in the third, and that's in tight, but a called strike on the inside edge. One and one. That's a good pitch because that could have easily been ball two. But catching just enough of the inside part of the frame as judged by home plate umpire Heath Jones to even the count at one and one. Bases loaded for BYU down 3 nothing. Looking to get right back into it right here, right now. And that is a breaking ball. Drops in for strike two. So now 
Austin Deming has work to do. Down one ball, two strikes, two out, three on. Here, bottom three, and BYU down three zip. St. Mary's three runs, five hits. BYU no runs, one hit. Vest at third, call it second, gamble at first. Deming in the box. The one-two, and that is hammered into right center. It's going to get to the wall. Vest will score. Call will score. Rounding third gamble, and he will score as Deming settles in at second base. It's a bases loaded, bases clearing. Three-run double for Austin Deming, and the Cougars have squared the game at three with one swing of the bat. And that was on the screws by Austin Deming. BYU ties the game at three on a bases-loaded double for BYU's RBI leader, Austin Deming. He goes from 22 to 25 RBI with one swing. Now it's Ryan Sapiti in a tie ball game. And Sapiti will lift that to right center. It's going back to the wall and off the top of the wall, just below the yellow line. Deming will score back-to-back doubles. Sapiti into second, and the Kooks take a lead with a four-run third. Two gigantic two-out hits here for BYU in the bottom of the third, and it's now 4-3 Cougars. As Sapiti follows Deming's double with a double of his own, it's an RBI for Sapiti after a three-RBI double for Deming. Vest and Call and Gamble all scored on the Deming double, and then Deming scores on the Sapiti double. And BYU goes down from 3-0 to leading 4-3 in two swings. And now it's a runner in scoring position for Safaya Mawai. Nope, they're going to pinch hit for Safaya Mawai. Luke Anderson, the right-handed hitter for the lefty thrower, Ryan Sanders. So Mawai, the left-handed bat, comes out. And BYU will pinch hit Luke Anderson here in the bottom of the third. So Luke Anderson now batting with Ryan Sapiti on second. Takes called strike one. So Luke Anderson switches sides of the plate here for BYU out of the five hole from left to right. The 0-1 to Luke. Down and in for ball one. One ball, one strike. BYU had two outs and was trailing 3-0. Now still two outs that lead 4-3. Anderson takes the barrel off the shoulder. Tried to hold back, but a called strike regardless. One ball, two strikes. Bases loaded double for Deming. And then another double in the following at bat by Sapiti scoring Deming. That's 4-3. Grounder, 5-6 hole, backhanded by the shortstop. Nowhere to go, no throw. As Medham picked it up, but he was deep in the hole. It's short. Already reaching third with Sapiti. And easily in and no throw coming to first for Luke Anderson. So it's an infield single. For Luke Anderson, Sapiti will go to third. And first and third now, corners, and still with two outs. The ninth batter to come to the plate here in the third is Jacob Wilk. Ryan Torek gave St. Mary's a quality start, did not allow a hit through two innings, and his replacement has had nothing but issues. That pitch is well away for ball one. Anderson at first. Sapiti at third, and two gone. BYU now up four to three. Jacob Wilk hitting 286 on the year. 333 with two out. That's low for ball two. And hitting a healthy 300 with runners in scoring position. And he's got one in Sapiti at third base. Anderson at first. Luke Anderson coming in as a pinch hitter for Safaya Mawai here in the third. The wind and deal. That's missing low. Ball three. So action in the St. Mary's bullpen, predictably, is Ryan Sanders has really struggled in relief of Ryan Torek. Three balls, no strikes, two out, two on. And that's high, a four-pitch walk of Jacob Wilk. And the Cougs have batted around here in the third. Cooper Vest will hit for the second time this inning. Cooper singled to get the inning going and scored on that Austin Deming bases-loaded double. And there'll be a mound visit for St. Mary's 
with two out and the bases loaded again for BYU. BYU said one bases loaded at bat and made it count for three runs. Bases again loaded now for Cooper Vest. BYU in the inning. Four hits. Two doubles, two singles. And one of the doubles came with the sacks stacked. Now with the bases loaded, Cooper Vest hits for the second time in the inning. Luke Anderson, by the way, had not uh, played since the Utah game back on March 14th. He started that game in the outfield and left field and had not played in nine days till today. Came in and got an infield single for BYU as part of this, to this point, four-run third inning. BYU 4 and St. Mary's 3 is our score. And the Gales have not won a game all year when trailing after 3. Just 3 innings. They're 0-7 when trailing after 3 this year. Empty count to Cooper. And that's inside edge and called strike at 78. So the southpaw, Sanders, struggling. Righty up in the pen. The 0-1 to Vest. The Cougs batting around here in the third. Tenth batter to come to, and I think it clipped him. Oh, close. No. Just missing. Coop turned away from that inside pitch. That could have nearly brought home a run. Nearly an HBP. It goes to one ball and one strike to Vest. Bases loaded here in the bottom of the third. A swing and a miss from Coop goes to one and two. Sapiti at third. Anderson at second and Wilk at first. Sapiti a double, Mawai a single, and Wilk a walk. BYU one for one with the bases loaded. The Deming hit moments ago. And on the season, BYU now six for 20, hitting 300 with the bases loaded. Ball two taken high. Cooper Vest looking for his first bases loaded hit of the year. Foul tip. And strikeout, it was caught. That'll do it for BYU. So, swinging strikeout for Cooper Vest. BYU brings home four runs on four hits. There were no errors, and three were left on. We go to the top of the fourth. BYU 4, St. Mary's 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.